0: ...swarming with traffic and people, the traffic dominated by the great red buses which seemed to move so slowly in contrast to the box-like taxis darting about like agitated robot ants. She glanced round from the corner. The man was standing in the doorway, grinning. She could see his long, narrow teeth. She turned abruptly and nearly bumped into a youth. He said, "'Go in any place, sister?' He was by a shop window at the corner, sleek, young, Black hair, heavy with oil and glistening in the sunlight, but loose and waving. He framed his face, made his wrinkled forehead narrow, and made his small ears look white. Why don't you come along with me? he asked. He spoke with a nasal whine, aping an American accent and sounding as phony as anyone could. He put out a hand and touched her arm, but the woman snatched herself free and strode on, skirt riding. She didn't get far. The tall man had hurried past her and was now just in front, in her way again. The short, stout man was approaching too. Obviously he had come a long way round so as to meet her here. Now, she was hemmed in by all three. But no one passing would have thought of hemmed in. In fact, a policeman going off duty saw them, and wondered what the handsome woman was doing with three types like that, but had no cause to suspect that they were using pressure, or uttering menaces. Not in High Hoban. "'in broad daylight. "'Give it up, Helen,' the short, stout man said in a smooth English voice, "'the voice of an educated man. "'You can't get away with it.' "'Just turn it in,' said the tall man. "'See it our way,' chimed in the youth with the oily hair, "'chewing steadily on gum which he showed whenever he opened his mouth. "'He had big eyes, like overripe black cherries, and a sallow face.' the look of South Europe and the voice of an Americanized cockney. "'You won't come to no arm?' he mocked her. "'How about a little ride, sister?' She didn't speak, but looked up and down, desperately. There was no other word. She was seeking help, but in a hunted way which made it clear that she expected none. She was no longer in flight, but at bay. The short, stout man said— "'Robbie will only get hurt.' "'Real bad,' said the youth. "'See it our way,' urged the tall man. "'He'll love you even more for it. Come on now.' The woman's wonderful eyes were so bright that it was as if she had a fever. Her lips looked dry, even when she moistened them. Her hands were clenched inside her white gloves and raised, but that was from tension, not because she was ready to strike any of them. "'I don't know a thing,' she said hoarsely. "'Not a thing.' Now listen, began the youth. Nor does Robbie. She interrupted him, and suddenly seemed breathless. You've got the wrong man, you. The tall man took her wrist. To passers by, it was just a casual gesture. The youth and the short, stout man were smiling, as if this were a friendly little party, and all four were talking about pleasant things, but the bony fingers were tight, and they hurt. Forget it, he said nastily. You've got them, we want them. Listen, we'll tear Robbie apart if you haven't come across by midnight. You be a Piccadilly Circus, see, nine o'clock, by Swan and Ease, and you're better have them. I haven't got them, the woman's voice rose, and an elderly man passing glanced at her in surprise, but walked on. I don't know where they are, she insisted desperately, and Robbie. It's a pity about Robbie, the short stout man said smoothly. "'Such a nice kid. Good-looking, too. Wouldn't he look different without a nose?' He smiled. "'No!' the woman gasped. They all grinned at her, just an innocent little group standing at a corner and talking. As the woman had her back to the passing crowd, few noticed that she was alarmingly pale. "'You wouldn't—' she choked. "'There isn't a thing we wouldn't do, Helen.' "'The short man is shorter. You know it, and there isn't a thing you can do about it. "'Because we can get Robbie ready for the high jump, and you wouldn't like that, would you? "'Why don't you give up? You're a good, brave girl. "'We know about that now. Not many women would have put up a brave fight like yours. "'That's fine. That's okay. We don't want to hurt you. We don't want to hurt Robbie. "'But we want the ice.' understand. I don't know where it is, she said tensely. She knew that ice meant diamonds. Why don't you believe me? She was pathetic.